Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Hello, and welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Today I'm sitting down with Eric Sangerhausen and Colin Corrington from Stop Flipping in San Antonio, Texas. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. Hey, we're doing good. So why don't y'all take a second to uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do in real estate investing. Uh, my name is Colin Corrington, uh, real estate investor. What we do is we pretty much uh, uh, focus on creating real estate notes. Uh, doing owner finance. That's what we, we specialize in doing all day, every day. And not that we're adverse to other investment types, but this is our ultimate goal is to do as many owner finance deals in a year as we can. We do have a couple flips here and there and do some wholesaling and different stuff like that. But um, owner finance is where we want to be. That's what we spend our time doing. Gotcha. So I always like to go back to the beginning of how you got started in real estate investing, because a lot of our listeners out there, they're trying to figure out how they can get started. And I think it's important for us to share our story. So how did y'all get started in real estate investing? Man, I got started, I was like 18 years old. Um, I think it was a Ron, Ron Legrand. Does that sound right? Ron Legrand, maybe one of his courses about buying real estate with no money down. And I went in the Seguin newspaper and uh, just so happened there was a fiveplex that um, they were going to own a finance or with this, uh, an assumable with a second carryback. And so that was my first taste. I bought a fiveplex, all section eight in the worst part of town, assumed a, a note with the bank and then they carried back a second. And uh, it was it was a definitely an eye opener. It was probably one of the roughest properties I've ever owned, but I learned a lot from it. I was about to say, man, you just you busted right in with oh, the fiveplex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah baptism was, by fire. It was. It did, did that turn out to be a good, a good deal for you? You know, it was a good learning experience. I, I did make some money on it, but um, it was definitely a, a, a big learning experience. Um, and, you know, I still have nightmares about some of those those people that were staying there. I mean, <laughs> you know, here I am, an 18-year-old kid going up to a grown man saying, hey, you owe me rent money. And the guy's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to pay you. You can leave. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, yes, sir. And I walk off. But, um, uh, you know, and the the... Section eight was paying most of it. You know, I think the guy only owed me 40 bucks. Uh, after a while, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, collect what the, the section eight gives me and, and just leave right. them alone because they don't want to be bothered. So Colin, how did you get yeah. your start? You know, actually, uh, with Eric, I got started with Eric. Um, it's kind of funny. Eric and I actually went to high school together and we didn't really, uh, we knew each other, but we didn't really run in the same circles. And it wasn't until, Oh man, God, a decade, 20, 12 years later, uh, we actually lived about five miles apart from each other and had no idea out in McQueenie, Texas, a little bitty town. And, uh, I went to go buy some tacos in this little taco taqueria over there. And I saw a, a business card for raw alien realty, Ros Roswell, the alien buys houses or something. And it said, Eric Sanger and that kind of name you don't forget. Right. So I called him and I was like, man, and I, I'd been, I was actually my first job out of college. I was a teacher. And uh, I was looking to get into real estate, so I thought this was a perfect opportunity. So I called him, 
said, Hey man, what are you doing? I want to learn what you're doing. And he blew me off and, um, and yeah, he literally just was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man, I got to go. And about two years later, Eric and Mike had pinned the book, stop flipping, stop renting. And I saw that on Facebook. I bought the book and this is, this is the point where I really pushed the issue. I was like, Hey, guess what? You're autographing my book. I'll be there in just a little bit. Where do you live? And, uh, Easter or something, wasn't it? No, Memorial, I think it was Memorial Day. Day yeah. Because the funny thing about this is I drive over to his house and, and I'm, I'm, this is going to embarrass Eric, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyways. He lives out in Treasure Island, which is an island out in the middle of Lake McQueenie and, uh, some pretty prime real estate for that little part of Texas. And as I drive up there, he owns, I think, eight lots. I mean, he had his own basketball court, his own tennis court, his, you know, big old house and truck that anyways a big old truck and all these toys and i'm like what in the heck this is not that because i don't mean to rub his nose in it but eric wasn't exactly the valedictorian and so i was kind of confused as to what was happening he opened the door dressed in a flip-flops a tank top and an american flag uh, pair of swim trunks and i was like that's the eric i remember <laughs> and uh we got to talking and uh he, he told me what he was doing and how it was all working i said man i got I, I think i spent that whole summer riding around in the car with him and one thing led to another he's like you're buying this one and we're doing this and you're wholesaling that one and I, I I was lucky enough to have my hand held the entire time. So, gotcha. So Eric, let's go back to you because it sounds like Colin came in after you had already tasted a little bit of success. So, you had the five plex. How did you go from the five plex to when you met Colin? Man, that's a long story. Um, I'm just gonna kind of jump forward to when we started creating real estate notes and, right. and how that looks because you know there's ten years there. And, I don't think y'all want to listen to all those, all that detail. Um, a lot of hard knock, you know, during that 10 years, I did a lot of things wrong. Right. Um, but anyways, I, I ended up in San Antonio, um, ran into Mike Arch, who is my business partner in Alamo home source. And, you know, we started off wholesaling. Um, and then we started doing some flips here in San Antonio. And I think it was around 2008-ish when everything kind of kind of crashed. And we ended up with three houses we couldn't sell. And during that 10 years, I had a little bit of background in creating real estate notes. Um, and so, you know, I said, hey, what if we just owner financed, you know, one of these deals? And so we put a sign out front, you know, for sale by owner. Owner, uh, seller will finance. And, you know, the house was gone that, that same day. And so we did the other two. And. Uh, we got all of our money back, but the big problem was is, you know, now we're collecting this cash flow. Um, the houses are gone, but, you know, we've got you know, $250,000 tied up in notes. And, you know, at that time we were small fries. You know, we needed we needed that money back to go go buy some more houses. So um, ran into to, uh, a friend of mine who was losing his tail in the stock market. And one thing led to another. And, you know, he bought our first real estate note. Um and then from there, we've just, you know, we've grown it into, uh, you know, a really big business. We've got probably 15, 20 employees and, and you know, we're doing over 100 deals a year. Um, you know, we hold a lot of notes. We sell a lot of notes, but uh, it, it was it was definitely a, an interesting ride. So let's talk about creating notes for for the people out there that have never done that or they don't have any knowledge of what we're talking about. Can you break <clears throat> that down for them? about how to create a note yes yeah so i mean it's really you know just one more step uh outside of flipping so i mean we do everything almost everything i mean we don't have to rehab the houses as far as most people do but i mean we sell our houses at realistic values you know uh, just like you would a flip 
but instead of you know sending it over to a bank, you know, financing, um, get a credit app, um, uh, run it through our third-party loan originator, create a real estate note, and then you know at this point we've got investors lined up that we sell those notes to, and then we do all the back-end servicing. But um, you know. Once you get the hang of it, it's actually a lot easier than than flipping and, and a higher profit margin as well. Um, the hard part is the back end, you know, trying to find the the private investors. But once you understand how to do that, uh, it's it's very easy and, and just a great great business model. So when you're when you're creating the notes, um, what's like a typical down payment or an interest rate that you have on these? Yeah, that's a great question. Well. What we found out over the last 10 years creating notes, um, and by the way, we've got a default rate of less than 4%. Most people in this business have super high default rates and you know it drives them crazy. Um, and one of the ways that we keep that default rate low is the down payment. Um, we're selling our houses in the 80 to $120,000 range and we're getting 10,000 down minimum. Um, that does include closing costs, but that seems to be the magic number where I'm at. You know, if we go a lot lower, we tend to have issues, um, and so we just kind of hover around that ten to fifteen thousand down. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. Interest rate. I, yeah, real quick, I I was going to say I don't have near the experience that you guys have in creating notes, but um, there's been one time that I've accepted less than ten thousand dollars, and I have consistently had problems with that person. But all of the notes that I've created, where it was ten thousand or more, there's been zero issues. They've been they've been great people to loan money to, and uh, it's just something that now we've kind of created a a company rule that if we are going to own or finance a property, we're not going to accept less than ten thousand dollars. So that's a good point to bring up. Exactly. Yeah, and Eric, Eric preaches it all the time. I think his uh, my favorite phrase of his is it changes them out of a renter's mentality into an owner's mentality. Absolutely. And they, they, yeah, you're not dealing with a renter at all. So it helps tremendously. Yeah. So when y'all do them, are they 20 year notes or 30 year notes? Typically we do 30 year notes. Um, it's, it, it's up to them ultimately. Uh, however, we don't charge any prepayment penalties. There's no balloon payments, anything like that. So we usually recommend, so I go ahead and do the 30 year note because with, uh, with taxes, insurance, all that, it all rounds out to about what they would pay for a comparable house in rent. So the rent payment and their new mortgage payment's about the same uh, at 30 years. And we tell them, hey, look, if you can qualify for traditional financing at any point, knock yourself out. When y'all purchase these properties, are you going into it every time knowing that you're going to owner finance it? Or do you ever attempt to sell it through traditional mortgage? traditional means or do you always want to own or finance it we always want to own or finance it um, number one that's our retirement strategy we hold a lot of these notes with banks mm-hmm. um, and we could possibly go over that later on um, so you know we sell what we need to sell to make a living and have an overhead I mean to pay the overhead and then the rest of them we hold for long-term retirement um, so yeah we're, we're always pushing the the owner finance model um, but if someone comes up and is has traditional financing we're not going to turn them away yeah let's let's dive into you said you did 115 last year is that right yes so out of the 115 how many of those roughly did you end up keeping and how many of those did you the notes did you actually sell we kept about 30 gotcha 
So you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Is it like um, right now we probably are holding a little over a hundred notes. Last time I checked, something like that. Wow, that's awesome. So when you go to let's talk about selling the notes because. Uh, and that's something that I've never done, so I'm curious about it. I, I know I'm supposed to be the host, but I love learning on this show as well. So yeah. if you go to sell a note, how are you locating those people? And are you selling the notes on a discount or are you selling them for, for full face value? Yeah, we've uh, the first maybe five or six notes we discounted. And ever since then, we have n- never discounted a note. All of our notes are sold at face value. Um and a lot of that is the way that we create the notes and then all the back end support. But where you find these people, and I get that question all the time. And I, I wish I could say, hey, go to this website. You know, they're, they're there waiting on you. Um, it's not that simple. It's I can tell you that it's not who you think it is. You know, it's not the, the uber rich guy. It's going to be your, you know, above average person that's sitting on a, you know, a half a million, a million, two million dollars in retirement, 401k. IRA, things like that, um, you know, that maybe gotten burned on the stock market or just aren't happy with the returns, don't want to keep it in the banks, you know, the CDs and things like that. Um, and it's it's like anything else, you know, once you get that person, then you network with them and their friends, and then you get the next person to network them. And, you know, eventually you look up and, you know, you're getting referrals left and right, you know, once you prove yourself. But, you know, the first couple ones are going to be hard. You're going to have to turn over a lot of rocks. But, um they're people that you run into every day. I can tell you that. Yeah, just I, I've learned just talking about it. Yeah, I neighbors, get, you know, people uh, down the street. Yeah, I just my neighbor just bought a note from us because I was just talking about it with him one day drinking a beer. So, That's uh, yeah, you just I mean, the more you talk about it, people are interested. They're, they, you know, they're burnt out on the stock market. They've been burned a couple times and they're looking for something a little more solid. Yeah, and you brought up retirement accounts and and people having money in retirement accounts and they're tired of going the stock market route. Um, that's something that can be utilized two different ways. I mean, that's a great way to meet private money lenders. And it's another great way, like you're saying, to sell a note. Um, they're all over the place and, and you can meet them. A lot of, uh, the self-directed retirement account companies hold meetups and those are great places to locate, uh, private money lenders. And, and obviously like you're saying, um, a, a person to buy a note that you've created. Um, is that something that y'all have leveraged is trying to locate people that have those like self-directed IRAs and, and, and 401ks? I mean, we're not going out and targeting specific people like that. Um, at this point, you know, we're w- working mainly on referrals. I mean, we have, uh, right. you know, probably a 60 day waiting list right now for, for note buyers. Uh, um, you, you know, it's it really is just just talking to you know people in your your inner circle and and you know taking care of one person and then kind of using them as a stepping stone, um, not in a bad way, but like you know leveraging their contacts and then going from there to the next person. Um, most of these people that most of our note buyers are not in real estate. They have no understanding of real estate. They're just hardworking individuals that you know are are close to retirement or are retiring. And um, just want a better return. You know, our, our notes are 10.9%. Um, and so, you know, giving them a 10.9% with a CD type return and then handling all the back end stuff for them where all they're doing is opening up their 
their uh, checking account and making sure their money got deposited. We handle everything on the back end. If there's ever a foreclosure, we'll go out, we'll resell it for them, recreate the note, whatever needs to be done. Just make it as hands off as possible. And, uh, you know, make sure your default rate stays low and you'll have, you'll have note buyers lined up. Don't, don't go search Googling note buyers because you're going to end up with, uh, the institutional guys that want to, you know, chop you off at the knees, you know, at 60, 70% on a dollar. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a, I'm also a licensed investment advisor. And one of the things I've noticed with all the people that buy the notes are actually looking for a way to kind of annuitize with, with a solid rate of return. If you go through a traditional annuity, they're, they're, they're banking on you dying, you know, way down the road. You get very little return on your investment with that. But through this, they know exactly what it's going to be. And it's, you know, it goes beyond their lifetime as well. So a lot of people that are just looking to annuitize, I just need that monthly paycheck. Yeah. Right. And so just, just to make sure I'm clear on this, you're, even though after you sell the note, you're still staying on board and you're, you're making it essentially turnkey for them. They don't have to do anything. You're still going to handle all the back end and, and all of that for them. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons we're able to get face value. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's huge. Um, that's Without seasoning them. Yeah. We, we don't season them either. Most of them are sold before they're even created. Wow. Wow. That's pretty impressive. So with that being said, I think this is a good time to bring up the fact that y'all have an education program that actually teaches people how to do this. And it's called Stop Flipping, correct? That is correct. There is one other cool thing that we go over in that as well. And that's how to use banks to leverage it for retirement. Um, I don't know if you want to, if we have time to get into that or if you just kind of want to leave that as a cliffhanger, but um, that's a big part of our business as well. No, dive into it, man. Let, let's hear about it. Uh, so another way, like, like I said, we hold notes, right? So how we do that is, is we, we leverage them with banks. So we'll put them on a, we'll take a hundred thousand dollar note, go to a bank, they'll loan 75 cents on a dollar. We put that on a 10 year fixed rate. And let's say we've got a 30 year at 10.9 in 10 years, the bank notes paid off. We get the back 20 years for free. Gotcha. And are, does every bank do that or do you have to target specific banks no, and you, establish relationships? You have to target specific banks where we go over all that and you have to make sure that your note is created, you know, the proper way. Um, you can't just take a, you know, a, a bad note in there and, you know, expect them to jump up and down. I mean, you got to follow the guidelines, dot frank compliant, close the title companies, escrow, things like that. But I mean, once you get it up and running, I mean, it's, it's a system that, you know, runs itself. You know, you, you, you can put the right team together like any other business. And I mean, like I said, eventually look on the outside looking in, it looks like it's harder to do than a flip. But once you get the hang of it, there's so much easier. You're not dealing with realtors. You're not dealing with inspectors. You're not dealing with appraisals. You're not dealing with any of that stuff. I mean, you are in, in charge and you're manning a ship the entire time. And, and I think you brought up a good point there, though, that, you know, it seems harder, but it's actually more simple with a flip once you have it established. But one of the things you brought up was your your price point. Eighty to a hundred thousand dollars is is kind of your go to price point. <clears throat> You're not going outside of that whatsoever. Right. That's like one of your hardcore. principles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anything above that, we just flip. And the reason being is that for our interest rate. If we go any higher than that, it starts to get a lot more, a lot cheaper to rent than it does to owner finance. And the people that are wanting seller finance, you know, want it to be about the same price as if they were going to rent it. So 
that's just kind of worked for us. Now, if you did go higher, you're just going to have to lower your return, which is fine. Um, we just did one for 159,000. I think we did eight and a half percent, but we had a note buyer lined up for it. You know, if you spoil your note buyers in the beginning at, you know, 10, 11% and then expect them to buy a 7% note, you're going to have a hard time doing that. So if you build your business model on 8% notes, then I, I don't see it being a problem, but you know, we're no, we're known for 10 to 11% returns and you know, that's, that's just kind of the well that we dug. How often do you see a note paid off early? Like where they refinance or actually cash you out? Um, we've pro probably, hell, I don't even know how many notes we've created, probably close to 500 or so, if not more. Um, and I would say we've maybe had 10, 15 payoff. <coughs> you know, the, the national average is seven, seven years. I would say, you know, with the owner finance model, you're probably going to be somewhere around 10, 10 to 12 years. If I can get a note to perform for 10 to 12 years and they pay me off, I mean, that's a home run because at 10.9% at 10 years, they still owe you pretty much what they bought the house for and you got 10 years of interest. Right. So if these could all go 10 years and then they pay off, they sell the house and refinance. I mean, that's great. I'll just take that and go buy and go create another one. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's go back and let's talk about stop flipping the education programs that you guys have set up and, and tell us a little bit about what that is. Oh, it's exactly that. Um, we're, we're just, you know, obviously the title of, the, of our company is Stop Flipping. So we're real big advocates of not flipping, not saying we don't do it from time to time, but we just want to go out and spread the word and teach people about exactly how we do it and what we do, because we do get a lot of questions day to day. And it's like, you know what, why don't we just do that? Eric and Mike wrote a book. Uh, we put together a, it's over a hundred online videos explaining everything about this. Uh, needless to say, there's a lot of rules and regulations and paperwork and things you got to follow. Um, so there's, like I said, there's a little bit of a learning curve. Eric, Eric alluded to that and that's what it is. We're just going out spreading the word, teaching people how to retire using notes. We have, you know, it's not all about, you know, making money. Obviously we make money with Alamo home source. So, you know, we're not just an education company, like most companies out there, that's all they do is they just educate. You know, they have no substance behind them. You know, we actually create, you know, we have a business. You can come, you know, drive up to our place of business and, you know, come check us out. We have a lot of free information that we give out too. Like Project Stop Flipping is is our live reality show where we go out and you know you kind of get to see behind the scenes of us. You know, Colin and I, you know, buying a house and um, rehabbing it and owner finance it and creating the note. And we go over the numbers and things like that. So you know, there's a there's there's a lot of free information for following us um, on and Facebook. That, and YouTube. Yeah, I'll say Facebook and YouTube. The, all the Project Stop Flipping videos, which I, I'm quite frankly I'm a little behind on uploading some of those there's but uh yeah you can catch those full episodes for free on youtube or you can create an account where we even uh give you some additional information that youtube just won't let us do some additional downloads numbers things like that awesome and and everything on stop flipping is online based there's no on-site programs or anything like that it's all just something you sign up for and you get all the content online yeah the, the majority of it is online we do have some hard copy stuff Stuff that we do mail to you. Um, there's some secrets with uh, creating a note and being able to sell it at face value. So we, we use a, we show you all some of our sample note binders, some preliminary note summary stuff that we do. So you do get hard copies of that. And then plus we do offer, you know, coaching and consulting. We do have a couple of coaching clients, people that want us to come out and take a look at a house, you know, whatever it might be. So we do have some hands on stuff, but it's really kind of hard to do that unless you're in the San Antonio area. Right. 
So, all right, I, I didn't I didn't warn you guys that I was going to ask this, but um, Eric, you you mentioned that you know carrying the notes and creating and carrying those notes is your retirement plan, and you've chosen this you know the note creation business and and owner financing. Why are you more of an advocate for that than buying and holding rental properties? Uh, just the headaches. You know, I go back to the fiveplex example. I mean, you know, my first deal and it almost ran me out of the business. Um, I still have a couple of rent houses, um, but I've got three rent houses right now that give me more problems than all hundred plus notes I own. <clears throat> you know, when you when you own a note or you know, <clears throat> excuse me, the the note the note uh, the mortgage. E, right? Mortgagee, always get that mixed up, is has a homeowner mentality. So if something breaks, they're going to fix it. You know, you're not going to hear from them about anything. Whereas, you know, with the renter, I mean, every little thing they're calling you on, you know, and then they're, they're moving out in 12 months, typically. Um, it's just more hands-on. And, and you can manage a, a lot bigger portfolio of notes with the uh, least amount of headaches, I guess. <coughs> I mean, it makes complete sense to me. Um I guess I'm kind of guessing. Like I guess I'm kind of second guessing why I own so many rentals right now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. And and you're right. It's the difference in mentality. I mean, they're pseudo tenants. I mean, they're buying the property, but still, there's you know you're having to collect the payments from them and things along those lines. But it's just way less headaches involved. Well, see, we got it set up where everything is. We we escrow for taxes and insurance, and we automatically debit from their accounts. So we never see them. Right. We would never call them. I mean, obviously, unless they're late, you know, then we have to go chase after them. But um, we, we've got a system set up. I've got a girl, I, two girls that we hired, and, and they run that whole system. And, and I, I really don't ever hear anything unless we're going to foreclose on them. Um, whereas with the renters, you know, they call me directly and they, they drive me nuts. Plus, it's, it's a more consistent and more uh, um, reliable stream of income. You know, uh, if the insurance goes up, I'm still getting my mortgage. It, if the taxes go up, I'm still getting my mortgage. You know, uh, um, there's, I, I just, I like that I can plan out the future a lot better with notes than I can a rental. Well, and yeah, you brought up some great points there. When taxes go up, it doesn't matter. Your, your net is still the same. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good points there. And I'm sure this is something that, you know, you go into more detail um, through your your stop flipping program, uh, oh, yeah. honestly, I'm I'm sitting over here and I'm going, man, I, I've got to start selling some of these. But the other thing, or not selling, start creating notes like y'all are. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is, is that you're talking about um, anytime you need to sell a note to get your payoff, you can do that as well. Yeah, you can sell it. You can you you know we, we teach you like, hey, go borrow some money to to buy the house, rehab it, and create a note. Then you can take that to the bank, leverage against it, pay off your guy, get a little bit of cash flow. You actually make a little bit of profit, enough to live on, and go do another one. You know, and right. just keep holding them. And if you know if you need a big payday, you know, sell one. You know, maybe, maybe create twelve a year, sell two. You know, make a hundred plus grand a year, and and uh, you'd be set up for retirement before you know it. You know, right. flipping. And if you're flipping twelve houses a year, what's going to happen? You're going to end up slowly becoming that lifestyle. So now you're going to need to flip more houses to get a better lifestyle and you're just going to keep going. You know, if you can control it with creating notes and then flipping a little bit 
or even you know adding notes to your business, then uh, I mean your retirement you'd be you'd be amazed at the compound effect of notes. You know, once your notes start buying notes, it's insane. I mean, it's right. insane. You become yeah. your own biggest note buyer. Is what happens. <laughs> right, and and I've had so many different guests on here between you know landlords, apartment buyers, rehabbers. Um, you're actually my first guest whose main source is is note buy or creating and and selling. Um, Come join the dark side, it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I hear from everybody is is create that system for your business, and then the business starts working for you. You're not working for the business, and exactly. but rarely have I had someone on here that has been a rehabber who's been able to say, I'm planning for my retirement. And, yeah. but every time that someone comes on here and it's some form of passive income, I can almost hear, like I can hear how relaxed you are. You know, that's, that's the, the amazing part about this is you're sitting there and you're like, how, how long did you say you have a 60 day backup or, or yeah. for, for people to buy notes? I mean, that's amazing. Cause it, it it's funny. You, you talked about a little bit of wholesaling. I've done a, a ton of wholesaling in the past. Um, selling a note is almost kind of like wholesaling a little bit where, where it's like you have your, your buyers lined up, you know, that's your buyers list yep. and, and they're just waiting. They're, they're literally sitting there saying, I'm ready to give you whatever your pay, your payday is. They're just sitting yeah, there. Yeah. It's funny. That's because, a great analogy, by yeah, the way. Yeah. It's, and, uh, I'm going like, to steal that one. Yeah. We've got so many people. <laughs> That, that it's been this huge initiative. They've got me back on the streets looking for houses. They're like, we got to get more houses. All right, let's go. That's amazing. And, and it is. I mean, it, I not to not to beat the point, but it is. I mean, you're creating a buyer's list. It's just your buyers are buying something different. They're not buying wholesale deals. They're buying your notes. Dude, and, we've, got, we've got bankers. I've got... Um, uh, Stockbrokers, I've got financial advisors, C-level, <laughs> you know, businessmen. You'd be surprised, you know, uh, who comes in and, and buys notes. That's awesome. I mean, that that's got to be a good feeling when a financial advisor or banker is buying a note from one of you. our one of our biggest clients. Financial advisor. That's a secret for the day. <laughs> well, all right. So I always like to ask people um, what their why is. And what's the driving force behind what you're creating? I think you touched on a little bit on what you're doing. You're building your retirement and for your lifestyle. But outside of that, I mean, what is the driving force behind what you guys do on a daily basis? Well, the, uh, you know, the good thing about real estate notes is it's uh, one guy said it, and I hope I don't butcher it, but it's like a triple net return. So, you know, in life, it's all about helping people, right? If you help enough people get what they want, you ultimately get what you want. And with creating notes, you're helping the community by taking a, a house and fixing it up, right? You're helping a homeowner who would probably rent the rest of their life actually realize true home ownership. And you're helping someone who possibly may have to go back to work because their retirement's running out, rebuild that retirement and retire safely. Yeah. And, and you know, just to touch on that real quick, guys, uh, you know, Eric and I met on Facebook. I, I almost say this every guest because I meet all my guests through Facebook, but Eric and I met through Facebook and, and he was, he was asking people, Hey, I want to come on a podcast. I want to, I want to spread the word about this. I, I think that's a, a credit to you and what you've been able to create with your business. Um, I think it's amazing that you are literally 
so proud of what you've created and you're so confident in it that you want to go out and spread the message. There's a ton of people out there that might be successful, but they're not confident enough to come on, just freely give out content of what they're doing and spread the message. So uh, kudos to you guys for what y'all have created. And uh, it, it's 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 very impressive, man. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Th and that's actually why I've become such a disciple for the last couple of years with Eric is uh, my background in education. Uh, I'm just a natural born teacher. That's what I love to do. And uh, Eric's not quite as strong as that. But uh, but it was one of those things. I was like, this is unbelievable. I, I'd done a ton of research learning how to rent and how to flip and how to do all this. And this was the one business model when it came to real estate that just, I mean, has, I mean, there's definitely some downfalls here and there, but for them, I mean, it is pretty bulletproof done correctly. And I, I was like, man, I've got to do this and I've got to tell everybody I can. As a matter of fact, uh, as soon as I, um, as soon as I was a member, uh, uh, as soon as we're partners, my first official duty was to give away their book for free. <laughs> so I've given away a couple hundred copies of their book absolutely free. I'm like, no, no, we got to get this word out there. So there's just, it's good stuff. That's awesome. Well, I'm definitely in the show notes, guys. There's going to be a link to stop flipping, and I'll also put some uh, a link in there for the book as well hey, um, for you guys to, to look it up. For having us on, if you'll shoot me an email, um, I'll get you over a free book and a login to our course and uh, get you the course material so that way you can check it out for yourself. Awesome. What is the email address that the listener should email you? Uh, the crew, the crew, C-R-E-W, at stopflipping.com. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking your time to, to sit down with us today. Um, I, I hope I did uh, note creation and selling uh, justice. It was definitely a topic that um, I have probably the least amount of experience in in all of real estate investing. But every time I've done it, I've had great success. And, it, and it, it's funny, guys. Every time I do it, I sit down and, and I talk to my partner and I'm like, why are we not doing this more? <laughs> like it, this, this is just, it, it's so easy. And it, it's, it, it, like you said, the least amount of headaches that I have out of all the strategies. Go turn one, I, your, go turn one of your rentals into an owner finance. I bet you'll get hooked. Right, <laughs> I, well, if I get hooked, I've, I've got, I've got about a hundred that I could do it. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, yeah so be <laughs> if I get hooked, it, it might turn into something. So, uh, it's, it's going to be something that we talk about, but anyways, guys, I appreciate y'all sitting down with us and, uh, and sharing your, your content. And like I said, I'll, I'll definitely put all of the information in the show notes for the listeners. And uh, again, thank, thank you guys for sitting down with us. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, R.J. Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.